comes the, here comes the, y'all don't really worry like Welcome back, everybody. It's Moneyline Madness, episode 59. I'm Andy B. I'm here with Matty C. How we doing, Matt? Nothing but vibes. Big game last night for my New York Yankees, and they finally came through for me. So I'm feeling good. Cashed out on some nice-ass MLB bets last night, and the boys the boys are rolling full steam ahead and into episode 59 today. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing night for New York, New York baseball again. It's becoming an every-night event now, watching the Mets and then... The Yankees. You kind of wish the Yankees played a ten every night, to be honest with you, so I could watch the Mets, then watch the Yankees. But uh, yeah, it's a it's an event and a spectacle right now watching New York baseball. Unfortunately, Absolutely. unfortunately, I feel like a lot of New York baseball fans are going to hold on as tight as possible and hope they go as deep as possible because every year they don't have football to look forward to, and that's probably that's probably a sad thing to say. But it's uh, it is. But and hey, after the news of uh, Makai Becton yesterday, that I know that hurt the hearts of the yeah, Jets fans out there brutal. that uh, are listening. I mean, there was a lot of optimism surrounding the Jets. This training camp, you know, apparently Zach Wilson has looked really good. Elijah Moore is looking like a wide receiver one. And then all of a sudden yesterday, uh, a serious injury to Makai Becton had left the Jets way more concerned than they probably uh, wanted to be. Um, apparently, it was way worse than they had initially thought, and they're waiting on that yeah, second that was opinion, odd. right? Salah had said, he was like, oh, I'm not too concerned. It didn't look that bad. And then, like, yeah. later on at night, I'm hearing, oh, his season's over. Oh, okay. Well, did, did you hear exactly what the injury is? So, basically, he like he's such a big dude that the weight on his kneecap just popped out made it just before there's so much force on it that it popped yeah. his kneecap out to the side and he just ripped the whole front tendon of his leg yeah. so that's, that's i don't think true. he's gonna be like the only way that they're looking at him possibly being able to play again is within like an insane brace like some stone cold shit but uh <laughs> yeah i don't i don't see <laughs> that happening for stuff. the jets yeah. the jets yeah. right now so that it, sucks man that yeah. sucks because i like the jets and their trenches were solidified this season yeah, they're going to have uh, trouble blocking for Zach Wilson again. Uh, if it wasn't obvious enough, we're talking NFC, though, today. So we're talking football again. We talked football yesterday. We're going to talk it. We're going to talk the NFC in particular today, which is both of our teams play in yep. the NFC. Um, if you didn't know, I'm a Packer fan. Maddie, Maddie over here is a Giant fan. So we've had lately we've had two different football seasons pretty much every year. Yeah. Yes, it's probably not going to change, right? I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I, I, I don't, don't <laughs> unfortunately anticipate um, our, our luck. Well, my luck, at least, getting too much better. Uh, we saw yesterday that apparently, um, hey, what's going on, Wise? How we doing, brother? Uh, apparently, Danny Dimes had a really bad day at camp yesterday. And uh, Brian Dayball was not too happy with that. And understandably so. I mean, I, I, me and Corey were at, you know, last Tuesday's training camp and we had both agreed that if we were going to feel confident in Daniel Jones going into the season, we needed to see a dominant training camp out of him. And right now, that's just not what you're seeing. And you're not seeing that kind of precision accuracy that you really want out of a quarterback who's trying to take that next step and be a franchise player. So I'm a little bit worried. I can't, I can't even lie to you. Yeah, there's there's a lot of question marks for the Giants, and and I guess uh, you debriefed your team, I'll debrief mine. Mine's, I mean, pretty much every year it's the same thing with the Packers. It's is is Aaron healthy, and how can we go win a Super Bowl? Right, like that's that's the only two things that ever matter. Because it's win or bust when you have yeah. a generational type of quarterback I, like that. I, you know, it's... I yeah. And prior to last season, I kind of had to come to terms with this was the end for him, and then it wasn't. This year, I have. I'm completely. He's. I believe he's retiring at the end of the season. I think this is it. So, in terms so if he of this, even if he comes out and has an MVP esque, yeah, of I think year, he's, he's going to retire. I think, I think Interesting. He, he just. He just. He seems like a guy who's ready to give it up. And, and more power to him. He's made enough money. He can do whatever he wants. But yeah, I've kind of come to terms with this is our last shot at it. And the Packers have come very close in the past couple of years. But obviously, heartbreaking ends kind of does, put you. Does uh, Aaron Rodgers kind of give you that same? Kyrie Irving somewhat type of vibe of where he can yes. just walk away from the sport and be like yes. completely content. Yes, but I think they're very different people just because I don't believe Aaron yeah, Rodgers yeah. has done anything disruptive to his team. 
On yeah, purpose. Well, uh, on purpose. I don't the know. Whole, the I don't know now because there's a lot surrounding purpose. both of them. Like the, I, I said that not really thinking that deep into it, but now the more that I think about it, they do share some similarities. They in do. Their manipula no, they certainly manipulative, do. you know, ways towards their team. But I, I feel the same way that Aaron Rodgers like could just drop football at any point. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think he will. I, I, I don't know. I I think if he comes out and he has a really good season and he sees the potential behind some of these young receivers, especially if Lazard comes out and you know shows out a little bit for you guys, um, I think he might want to stay one more season. Maybe I don't. It's tough to read because you guys just never give him a squad. Like, you well, never give is, my this, man enough weapons. Well, last year was the best team he's ever played on, and they didn't even get to the conference championship. This year, the the only issue is the receiving core, and he's supposed to be able to make up for that because he's supposed to be able to throw to whoever, right? Because this defense is easily the best, possibly in the league, but it's easily the best Packers defense Packers in a defense long time. Had. So, I mean, it's yeah. an insane defense. So, they're going to have the team. Hopefully, they uh, they get All going. Right. You want to well, get going on say, the with NFC? that being said, well, I was going to say, while we're here talking about the pack, we may as well keep it in the north and oh, cover sure. cover these guys real quick True. first. So, um, yes, looking at it right now, you guys are minus 155 to take that division. Yeah. And that seems pretty clear cut. I mean, they're, yeah. the next best team is the Minnesota Vikings. And yeah. let's talk Vikings for a second then. You know, if, they're, if the Vikings wanted any shot to win this division, they would have to get their defense, you know, way better than what it is right now. I mean, they, they yes. just lost Anthony Barr. They're going into this defense or going into this year as such a, a top-heavy type of offensive team that you really can't afford to have a defense that bad if your offense is just going to rely on Kirk Cousins. Like that's that's yeah. really where I'm at with it. Veteran quarterback, rookie head coach, not a great veteran quarterback. A guy that a lot of people question if he's even the guy. For Minnesota, He's I, I not just getting you over the hump. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't see much from Minnesota. They've won the division one time in the past five years, and it was the year that Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone. Like, they're not. They've always kind of been the second team, and and I don't see that changing. They didn't make an upgrade that really makes you feel like, oh, this team's going. Like they got Zadarius Smith from the Packers. The Packers cut him. Like, obviously, yeah. that didn't really feel like that much of an upgrade. But yeah, I. In this division, it's kind of been the same every year. It's more of can the Vikings get a wild card spot, which I I think because I don't see the NFC being very deep, that I think obviously they can get one. They got I yeah. they got one. Did they get one last year? They no, were. I think it was the the, no, the Eagles were the seven. Yeah, the year before that, they they managed yeah. to sneak their way in, and then they they yeah. snuck their way in and still managed to get Justin Jefferson in that draft. So I mean, it's it's interesting because they. Like even when they have the chance, they always just go offense. Yeah. Like they, it's, it's, they they've had opportunities to really get defensive stars, and they. I mean, I love Danielle Hunter. He's a absolute mm -hmm. beast down there. But he got hurt last season, and now you lost his side guy, Anthony Barr. I mean, what are you and they with at all? And, yeah, and they replaced him with Darius Smith, who played two games last year, and yeah, that, no, that includes, I think, the playoff game. He I'm trying to think one of snap. Any of their secondary right now? And no, they're, I don't they're even really. They, yeah, no, they had it's Xavier not a great Rhodes secondary. at one point, but I mean, he's I think no they still have team. Harrison Smith. I want to say who's pretty solid safety, but other than that, like, they're not nah, a very nobody. That's they're not a very like people. that. So yeah. not comparable, really, with and the rest of the divisions, kind of. Second yeah, I mean, I, dude, I really, I do, like, I'm starting to respect the Lions a little bit more for throwing out a competitive squad, and I really do like Dan Campbell as a head coach. I think we had joked about him when we were at school a few times about him oh, eating yeah. kneecaps and stuff, so that's pretty sick. Um, I think that DeAndre Swift's going to have a really good year. I think Amon Ross St. Brown's going to have a really good year. Obviously, TJ Hawkinson does his thing, so mm -hmm. I think they're going to be competitive. I think some teams might um, underestimate them a little bit and then come out a little flat and they might be able to take advantage of that. I could see them winning four or five games this year. Yeah, I definitely see them upgrading, uh, upgrading, uh, upgrading, yeah, upgrading their win total from last year but and, and biting some more kneecaps. But honestly, yeah, definitely. I, uh, definitely. Um, I just don't know if they compare necessarily to the, to the Bears in terms of are they really better than them or are they just both equally bad? Like, that's the 
kind of the way that I've looked at like the Bears are going to be bad. Don't get me wrong. Justin Fields did not show me anything last year. I don't know why Bears fans make it like it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to be a star. Like he showed nothing last year that makes you think that. Um, at Detroit doesn't have a quarterback, obviously. So I think they're both. I'm taking Jared Goff over anybody in that quarterback room that over Andy Dalton over Justin Fields right now. I think Jared Goff clears both. I I agree with that because I just don't think Justin Fields showed anything of significance last year. Hey, maybe he proves me wrong and he's better this year. Don't see that. I don't see that happening. Either way, for plus 1200. Nobody is going to be taking yeah. that. <laughs> Nobody yeah. is. Don't yeah. do not ride. Uh, ride please, with the Bears. Please don't ride that bears. one. Um, we could head down south now if you want to talk. I mean, we could talk. Yeah. Go get talk the two easy point. divisions, or get the two easy divisions out of the way, right? Yeah. I mean, hey, this one's pretty clear cut. You got Tampa. I mean, actually, it is, but it isn't. I should say because I do like the Saints. You got Tampa Bay at number one. They're coming in at minus two seventy. Heavy, heavy favorite. But I don't want us to act like the Saints don't have potential to be a good squad this year. I don't think they do. To be honest. You don't think I, they do? I, I've defended Jameis Winston a lot. Like a lot in years past. I And you're just done. He's not taking me to the playoffs. Like No, he's not taking me to the playoffs. And because the NFC lacks so much depth, I actually think Carolina sneaks in maybe this year. They have the quarterback. Carolina. Think, you think Carolina's think a better ba- team than New Orleans? Baker, yes, they have Baker, a quarterback who's better than Jameis Winston, I think. I mean, Baker's been to the playoffs. I mean, oh, won a man. playoff game. I, I don't know. I think but, mm, the surrounding cast matters, too. Yeah, and but the they, he's got weapons. I mean, oh, man. Carolina I mean, has defense, too. Carolina, Carolina has, a has a decent defense and a a, a solid offense. That's better. Carolina than what did I think lose Stephon Gilmore have. in their secondary, though, and the Saints just gained Tyron Matthew. I don't know. JC Horn's coming back healthy. I think that's going to help. I think he's going to be really good. He was good at first. I think the first few games, then he got hurt. I, I don't What's know. Alvin Kamara. I know Alvin Kamara did get arrested. I don't know what his uh, isn't like, he suspended for six is. games. I'm isn't not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure what his status is, but I know that they get Michael Thomas back, so that's pretty encouraging. Do they it's, though? Every year we say, oh, he's going to be back. I think he's missed, like, what, the next last season and a half? Just Yeah, kinda... the season and a half. Yeah, yeah he mean... just can't, he can't get healthy. But he is practicing and is on pace because I said the same thing. I said the Saints are out, and, like, I was counting them out entirely on most sports TV. And then John Muir was like, oh, Michael Thomas is back and practicing and expected to play week one. And so, I don't know. I do agree that the drop-off between the Saints, because they sit at plus 350 right now to win the division, and then Carolina at a, a different, like a totally, you know, separate plus 1,000. Um, I don't think the difference is that much between the two teams, but I do think the Saints are a better squad by a little bit of a margin. I would I would say they're, they're closer than that, obviously. I think Carolina has upside because I... Haven't seen them with Baker yet. I've seen Jameis Winston as the quarterback of the Saints, and like, I mean, Baker's then again, Baker's shit in the bed and you know practice squad right now. But he's got training camp. I it's, I don't really. They're take saying training Sammy camps. P is looking I, like the starting quarterback. So if I, Sam Darnold I, comes out in his QB one. How does that change? Well, your that's thoughts? then. I, then I'm not watching a Carolina Panther game this year. But that no, I, I think I don't really take training camp as, as much as everybody else because. A guy can have a great training camp. He's playing against teammates of his teammates of his own. Sometimes he's playing against second stringers. I'm more worried about what happens the day of, right? Because I, I have no doubt Carolina starting Baker Mayfield. You don't make that trade and not make him your starting. Well, week one, like, he better be starting. He, he against is. Cleveland. I mean, yeah, he, because you got to. that pro- that's probably going to be a not a primetime game, but it's probably going to be a four o'clock game just so everybody can watch it. Yeah, like, so I, a lot of people could tell. Yeah, I mean, sure. so yeah, I I think. Carolina has a, a pretty good shot if Baker's healthy, which he wasn't last year. And I think him at his healthiest is so energetic. And with those weapons, he could be really solid. And can CMC stay healthy for me? That That's every fantasy owner ever is saying that right now. Ever. Like, can you just stay healthy? Please. Ever. I mean, it's, it's getting ridiculous with this guy. I, if one more injury occurs, like if one more serious injury, Say ankle injury puts him out five games this year. I'm off the CMC bandwagon. I, I kind of am off until he proves that he's healthy. Honestly, like, I don't even know if I, like it's hard to have him in my running back conversation because I, it's like I respect him as being nah, one of the yeah. best, if not the best, running back in the league. But it's like, dude, year after year, like I got to go with the availability after mm-hmm. you know a certain period of time. 
Availability is the best ability, right? Seriously. I mean, about. then we look, you know, you go down last in this division, the Atlanta Falcons. Talk about a poverty franchise right now. Yeah, I they. Mean, th- I will give them credit, though, on one thing. They were willing to, to make the transition this year. They, they yeah, traded Matt tight. Ryan. They, they're making the transition. But they drafted, didn't they draft Desmond Ritter? London. And Desmond Ritter. Uh, so they do have a young quarterback, too. Dude, did they? Wow, yeah, damn. They do have mean, the, so they have a they have a tankable team, but at the same time, they could have some guys that might show flashes or something. It's so just I think it's that's like a, weird to me that you, cool. you're you a tanking team like that, and like you said, you finally commit to a tank, and then you come out and draft three offensive guys. Like you get Pitts last year, you get Drake London, like you're saying, they got Ritter. Like this doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah, they've like, always had a terrible defense too. I think they do have a good a good corner, A.J. Terrell, but I, I yeah, I think they, they have, do. A.J. Terrell's solid, and I know that they have um, – there's they have like a linebacker who had a decent like somewhat of a breakout season last year he's got long hair not dreads he's just a white guy in this in the... oh I, I know who you're talking about i just can't think of the name he's just not very I've like he's, he he's reminds me of a, he reminds me of aj hawk when he played he's so. like yeah he's like a he's like a kiko alonzo type of guy over there so he's, he retired he's not, the other day you he's see not him? bad did he he's officially, officially kiko done. alonzo will always be the guy that was traded for LaShawn mccoy to me yeah, well, I, I don't know if you saw, yeah, if you saw somebody tweet out yesterday, they were like, um, the play that made Ke- like made me think the Kiko Alonso trade was entirely player, worth right? it. And it was, it was the interception that he had. No, I mm-hmm. think it was actually against the Falcons. Um, he had oh, the you know what, you're right. In the you're end right. zone, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. In like that championship game, that was, uh, that was pretty big. But Atlanta Falcons are a bunch of shitters. For this season, at least. I mean, they they stink. They stink it up. So, plus 2,500, that's a reasonable odds. Um, what I'm more interested in is, can Kyle Pitts, um, you know, as Andy liked to say, upgrade his touchdown number? Oh, yeah. Because last oh, yeah. season, that was a whopping one. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had Matt Ryan last year. This year he's going to have a rookie. <laughs> uh, it, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, can yeah, he I don't even, know if he's like, going to. I don't know. Like, I don't, I really, that's. That's concerning to me. That re- like, hello, one touchdown, your stud rookie tight end. That's yeah. not okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I don't know. Matt Ryan was uh, I think Matt Ryan loved Atlanta, but I think last year was kind of living with like, I want to get out of here type thing. Mm-hmm. And and I get it. He wound up on a better team. I think we talked about him yesterday. Indianapolis is far better than. Atlanta is now, but mh-hh. uh they had their chance at a championship with that that core and they they squandered have Kyle it. Pitts at four and a half touchdowns this season. And you know what? I'd probably take the under, to be honest with you. Because I just Smashing can't trust the under. I, I can't have, we, they have Mariota. So Mariota might start. But like I think Desmond Ritter is gonna start eventually because like what's the point of starting Mark Mariota's Mariota? gonna You're be not a starting quarterback, but he can yeah. I don't trust him to get him the football. Yeah, and, and how long is he gonna start? Line. If you're 0 6, are you still starting Marcus Mariota? Why would you? You're right. starting Desmond Ritter sense. so you can Let's see tank. how he plays. Like yeah. Let's tank at that point. I mean, obviously if you're 0 6, it's working to tank anyway. So maybe you just if it ain't broke, yeah, don't no, fix that it. Is, right? that is or if it is broke, true. don't fix it, I guess. But they're going to have to, like, that's a kind of move that they'll see is, like, we can make this move, look at it as, like, hey, we're sick of losing. We're going to start our rookie, you know, we're making <laughs> changes. And then they yeah. just put in a rookie quarterback who gets, you know, shit on. Yeah. So I could totally see it coming from that angle as well. Enough of, you know, the the South, though. Let's let's head over to a real division, the, the talk of the town, basically, uh, the NFC West. That's really where it's at in the NFC. These That's odds the made me place to be. my eyes popped when I saw these odds yesterday. I mean, that seems like an easy hammer. No, like, Dude, are we thinking the same thing? Plus Dude, money. For you're the telling LA me Rams? I can get the Super Bowl champions at plus money. At plus money, like That's what? Insane. That insane. doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. But make Tampa sense. Bay is minus two seventy. Like I don't know. Tampa so then Bay. you like yeah, Tampa Bay. You you look that probably you know is the reason why Tom Brady, but you look at the second best squad in both of those divisions and you're like, huh? All right. These are the guys that are going to, you know, have to give them a ch- uh, a run for their money. Saints 49ers. Why are the Niners are there? Team. The Niners aren't the second best team in that division. No, they I don't mean, have a quarterback. Clearly, 
clearly not. I mean, maybe if Jimmy G, I just don't understand the hatred behind they're, Jimmy G. They're dangling Jimmy G over a river right now, hoping some a bird will come and snatch him up. They don't want him anymore, so they don't have any. Reason it doesn't to, make sense as to why like, though. Like, do you understand? Why I don't they know don't either. They, they must made love a Super Trey Bowl Lance. with him. Literally love not Lance, too long like, ago, and then you make an NFC Championship appearance with the guy, and you're immediately like, ah, rookie quarterback on a win-now squad. You pay Debo. Win-now. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, you, they made that they when they drafted Trey Lance, I questioned it already because they yeah. had a long-term Jimmy G. Now he's got a one, I think he has one year left on his deal. Mm -hmm. But you're telling me, Trey, like, they're the only ones that think Trey Lance is great because I have heard nobody give me Trey Lance can win this team a Super Bowl. Jimmy G probably can't either, but at least we've seen him make the playoffs. Like, what have we seen Trey Lance do? Nothing. Nothing. I think he won a national championship in Division Two. Or in I was going to say, even like, his college career is questionable being that he, like, you know, wasn't at a big-time school like that. It's, it's I don't know. I, the Niners are so weird to me. I I don't even bring them up when people talk about the best teams in the NFC because, like, prove they're it. Not, I mean, like, pro yeah, they're a they're team that right you have now. to prove it. Like, yep, show me Trey Lance is great, and then I'll believe you. Other yeah. than that, nothing preseason. Nah, and I don't understand the the discredit kind of going towards or the the, Rams? the shade going to yeah. Not only the Rams for sitting at plus money and basically running back the same squad, but mm -hmm. then the Cardinals disrespect. I mean, I'm not expecting them to win the division. Uh, to have a uh, plus 100 difference between them and the Niners just doesn't make sense. They're running back the same squad with improvements. I mean, they, Am they I wrong that the their offensive line. Like, the, the Cardinals were the the four last year, right? Or the five. They were the first wild card, yes? Yes. Yeah, no, the Cardinals, they got like, bounced. But, I mean, they're, they they're were there. Ahead they of, win regular season games. I, I think they were ahead of the... The Niners, right? Yeah, no, I think they're it, a better team. So I don't know. It's, uh, it's so weird. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. The only thing keeping the Niners afloat right now is the youth that they have between Elijah Mitchell and Debo, and then obviously George Kittle with a solid ass defense. I mean, Nick Bosa rounding yeah. that off. The, you but got we, the best linebacker in the league in Fred Warner. It's just well, we talk about it every year, though. Every it's a year quarterback people talk league. about it. It's a quarterback league. If you don't have a good quarterback, you're not winning a Super Bowl. You're probably not yeah. winning your division. Right? Like, when was the last time a team that didn't have a great quarterback won their division? Yeah. Didn't no, happen last year in this happen. division. It doesn't happen. In, in today's age of the NFL, where it's just a shootout constantly, you're not going to see something like that. Go through every division winner last year. I guarantee you they have the best quarterback in their division. Yeah. Every year. Except yeah, maybe maybe the uh, the uh, NFC South, I think. The South, who who won last year? Tom Brady South. won Tom Brady, last year. I mean, I <laughs> who who do you think's the better quarterback there, Marcus Come Mariota? On. Matt Ryan was right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matty Ice. Yeah, or no, no. Or every year King, it happens. If you want to talk shyst, uh, yeah. No, I mean, it's just I don't understand the Cardinals hate. I think the Cardinals yeah, have a really weird. good squad, and I understand that they don't look like a team that's going to win it all, and like they probably can't get over that hump. But I like what they got. I know Kyler Murray always statistically drops his uh his numbers after call of duty releases so hopefully he could get that together this year and you know do something not Maybe. just get his kd up um but for KD? plus 300 yeah what? kd oh, sorry. KD, yeah sorry. celtic oh. talk sorry celtic uh, talk i mean plus 125 all I'm, all i'm gonna say about the nfc west plus 125 for the reigning champions of the football league plus money to win the division that's a little disrespectful. Hammer that shit home. Hammer. Hammer at home. You have Cam Akers fully healthy for a full year. You have Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford looking like the best fucking duo since the yeah. greatest show on turf. Hammer that shit home. Yeah. And they no added beat. they added with uh, Allen Robinson. <laughs> like yes, they, they added, added Allen Robinson. Robinson. They lost Robert Woods and got a guy with a healthy ACL. And yeah. Allen Robinson's going to have himself a fucking year this year. A I've been on the Allen Robinson. What? <laughs> A healthy ACL. Yeah, I mean, I lied. Uh, no, like, right. I, I think I think he was hurt last year. I just don't think he tore his ACL. Who, Robert Woods? No, Allen Robinson. Oh no, I know he, he was hurt. Probably, he's got a healthy one. Yeah, yeah he's got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, he, I honestly think he just hasn't gotten the ball. Like, you look I at mean, his stats last year, and nobody could get the ball to him. I had him on my fantasy team, and 
I think Allen Robinson, if any of the viewers out there can attest to this, if you had Allen Robinson on your fantasy team last year, you were you were probably sending the guy death threats on social oh, media. Well, hopefully not that, but weekly I mean, no, disappointment. Maybe not that far. Maybe, maybe not, not that, that far. far. But weekly but disappointments. Weekly sure. disappointment was inevitable. Nobody yeah. could get him the ball in Chicago. Now you have Matt Stafford. You have Cooper Cup that's taking pressure off of him not to be, you know, wide receiver one. And they have run game. I mean, plus 125 for the reigning champs. We can't say it enough. You got to put the crib on that. Yeah. I, that, I looked at that yesterday and I was like, that's odd. It's a bit yeah. odd. And then I saw the Niners were two and I was like, that's odd as well. Very, very interesting. Maybe they know something we don't, but probably don't. Yeah. So, I don't know. Very weird. I mean, we'll, I guess we'll shed a little bit of light on Seattle real quick. Not much no. going on there, though, no. this year. Chris Carson no. just retired because of his neck injuries. So they lost their running back. Um, it's going to be Alex Collins handling the rock this season. Um, on Rashad top of Penny too, right? Yeah, I was going to say Rashad Penny, Penny, and then they have a they have a rookie running back as well. They just paid DK Metcalf the bag, um, and they're basically running that. That made no lock. sense to me. It, it made d- no sense he, to me. I mean, it made sense for him. He wanted the bag. I get He's it. Why did they give it to him? It doesn't make sense why they it gave it to him. They're, they're they going to be a tanking team. They're going to be five years now. They don't have a they don't have a winning season in them for five years. No, nah, yeah, they're going to be. I mean, their defense might hold them up a little bit, but I could see them even being a, a bottom five team in the league. I what, think it's going to be like Seattle is going to stink so bad this season. I agree, I mean, and that's I why. Agree. Yeah, that's why I they're thought they should have traded him. the league. They should have I mean, traded him to someone for a lot more because, like, what, especially now, is his value down now that he's making that much? Well, yeah, but realistically, when when are they getting their next winning season? Maybe at best I mean, four years from now. By then, he's going to be older, and nobody's going to want him anyway. Like, yeah, and if you're looking so at, odd. like you said, what your next winning season is going to be four years. From, like, you look at it, look at the division that you're in. The L.A. Rams, they have a window open now for the next few years. Two to three years, they'll be bad again because they're not going to have any picks, which is fine. That That's how yeah, they want to I mean, it I'm be. giving Matt Stafford two—I'm giving him two more years of dominance like this, this year, and then two more. And then I'd say he maybe has a little bit of a fall yeah. off. We start, and Ari- but high. Arizona's not going anywhere. Arizona's, Arizona's got ten years yeah, in. No, they got youth. Kyler Murray's still young, obviously. And San Fran, say they do pan out, Trey Lance pans out. All of a sudden, you're looking at still like, you know, you're in the dirt. Yeah. Seattle is in the mud. Drew right Locke now. is their starting quarterback right now. Like, yeah, they got they're... a Drew Locke to Noah Font connection right now, and that's yeah. disgusting. That's gross the, product. Yeah, the worst thing you can do when you're a tanking team is get yourself stuck with bad contracts that wind up being bad when you're trying to win, and that's literally what the DK Metcalf thing. And it's not that it's a bad contract for him. He's actually being paid very well, and it's reasonable if you're a winning team. If you're Seattle, it made absolutely no it sense make to sense. me. It might so. be a little bit easier if they're trying to dump him to a to a contender. Might you might be able to get a little bit more of a haul, being that his contract is a little more team friendly than some of these top wide yeah. receivers. But even then, if you're look like if you're a team looking for a wide receiver, it's it's tough to pick up the phone and call Seattle, willing to like just drop the you know drop a bag like uh, on DK. Only one team I wish would have done that. I think Green Bay could have done that, but I don't think anybody wants to help Green Bay. I I think that's something that always happens. Like Debo Samuel was available for a little bit there. They're not helping Green Bay. That doesn't happen. Not to an NFC, you know, No, that's And the same thing with Seattle. I don't think they would help him. So that's why it was like there was no market for these guys because everybody else has their receivers already. So it's it's very uh, very odd. Yep. All right. Isn't it about that time to uh Yeah, get to I'm my... leaving this to you, bud. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's uh let's get a little comfortable here and let's talk NFC East. So, right now, I mean, I think they're letting the training camp kind of get to their head a little bit. I, I can't lie. I think Vegas and Fan who? is who? letting uh training camp and, you know, a little some maybe some reports get to their get to their dome right now because right now the Cowboys are sitting at plus 125 and I think the Cowboys do have probably the best team in the division sure maybe by a little bit on paper best quarterback for sure best court yeah I guess yeah. Um, by yeah. default by default yeah it doesn't <laughs> yeah but I hate having to do this but I want to give credit to the Eagles right now because I think that they have a really good team as well and oh that, that made bad taste in my mouth but 
I think that the Eagles at plus 185 could be of decent value because I just can't see the Cowboys. They, they're just stuck in, in stagnancy. And I mean, you say Dallas walks away with that division easily, but I'm looking at the difference in this offseason compared to like last in these two teams. And Dallas just lost Amari Cooper to the Browns. And the Eagles now gained A.J. Brown. They, Jordan Davis is looking like a franchise defensive player over there. I know you're all over him being that he's a Georgia guy. And, oh yeah, I mean, it just it seems like the writing is on the wall there a little bit more for the Eagles. They're going into the season way more prepped in the trenches. They got Jalen Hurts the protection he needs, and they're investing entirely into, you know, making this team a contender. And I look over at Dallas, and they had a chance at Von Miller. They had a chance at multiple defensive, you know, studs this offseason in order to really bolster their defense into a contending team. And they decided to take the cheaper route and just sign guys off the streets instead. And it seems to be the way that Jerry Jones likes to do things. He likes to cut corners. I mean, he just signed. Um, oh, who did he just sign? Did he? Was it the Cowboys that got Anthony Barr, right? From um, from Minnesota, they signed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Anthony Barr. Yeah, they gave, they gave him a contract instead of Von Miller just because they wanted to save $5 million. And I just think that moves like that come back to bite you in the butt and it constantly comes back to haunt the Cowboys because they're always looking to take that shortest route to win a championship. So yeah. I think that this division is going to be won by the Eagles. So I think that at plus 185, I'm going to be taking them. And I really think that that's one of my only picks that of the future that uh, are the second place, you know, team in the division to yeah. win it. Yeah, you're giving a lot of credit to the Eagles. The other guy would be really smiling right now. But I, on the other hand, don't I don't necessarily disagree with you. I give the Eagles credit. Don't get me wrong. They did an upgrade. But like we said, it's a quarterback league. And J- J- Jalen Hurts proved in the wild card game he's not good enough for big games. Like, great, you got Adrian. And again, he, but, he didn't even start the full season. Like, we're giving him a full season now with this team to to have this now i don't think I he's going to come out and be i just Michael don't think Fitt, he i just don't but think, I think he's going to have for it and last year i think he has a but they're going to have a multi-dimensional they're he missed six games last season and then he started the last seven in which they won five of those so i i don't know i just think that he's going to add a little bit more dimension to that offense and i don't like the cowboys as much as other people this year i really think that they've been sitting stagnant with i this like them team. by default i don't think if they were in any other division that's the problem i'm team. just not the type like, to give the cowboys the benefit of the doubt and just expect you're like, right but like they're not got, still that good to me the last three years they've won the division because of by default, like literally because sure. there's nobody else in this division that's very sure, good. Sure, but now and they've gotten the, worse. You're right, but the Eagles upgraded, but they didn't upgrade at the right spot, right? Like they needed receivers, great. So they went they don't and they have got a quarter, they Brown, don't, a wide receiver but they one. don't have a quarterback that's good enough to throw them the ball. Like, I don't know, Jalen Hurts is good, a great he runner, throw, he, but he like, he could still throw the ball. When you have guys like Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, it does. it's not going to take you know Aaron Rodgers to be able to get these guys the ball. We no, saw Jimmy it G make it to the NFC Championship game, and that guy's got somewhat of a wet noodle on his you know his shoulder. So I don't know. I'm expecting Jalen uh, Hurts to have at least a solid season. I'm not saying he's going to come out and throw for 30 touchdowns, but if he could pass for 20 and rush for 10, they're going to be going ecstatic in Philadelphia. And not that I, I want that, but... I think that has more of a chance of happening than seeing a dominant Cowboys team being that they've lost the pieces that they have. Yeah. I think for that exact reason, they're so close. They're only a plus, they're only minus or plus 60 away from them. So, I mean, they're not. Yeah. I, I just got to touch on as well, the disrespect to the giants because well, we're a better team than the commanders in my opinion. No, I mean, no you're not. I, no, that's bullshit. Nope. No, you don't not. think so? Don't you don't think that. so. No, I, they're I, so much better than you guys. Yeah. You think the commanders have a better. They're gonna, they're gonna have a healthy defense. Their defense when it's healthy, really good. They're gonna have it's a healthy. Solid. They have a solid front four. That's it. Landon Collins ah. is washed up. They have no secondary. They have a solid defense. And listen, it doesn't take that much to be better than the Giants right now. It really doesn't. All right, man. All right. It, it well, really I, doesn't take hey. an, an absorbent amount of talent to be to that be, much better than them. We're just getting tossed to the side as if you know the Giants don't have any talent going into this season. Well, All you have taking- talent, but that talent almost. Everywhere has question marks around it. Saquon's great. Is he going to stay healthy? Daniel Jones has the has shown flashes of being great. Is he going to 
do it all year. Is he gonna be consistent? The only non-question mark is maybe, maybe your wide receiver. Because they so, didn't catch a touchdown last year, and you can't do that two years in a row. Wait a minute. So, so like maybe so, so, they'll be able to have something there. Okay. But so like, I could catch flack when I say that I'm not relying on J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards to lead Baltimore's backfield. But when I say that the Giants have a solidified Saquon Barkley now two years you, removed off of injury, they're not as good as the Commanders. All right, I but he was know. healthy last I mean, year and he right wasn't that good. Too. We're he running a Garrett offense. It doesn't matter. We're running a Garrett the offense. Guy... I need revolutionized okay. Brian Dayball 2022. I need something else. I need some spice. We're running Wandale Robinson coming out of the backfield. We're running wild yes, that'll be cool. Tony. I love Wandale Robinson. The doors are going to be open this season. I, yeah, I Giants so. stink, I... but we're going to see something. <laughs> I don't know. I I think they're both terrible. Don't get me wrong. I think both teams. I literally think it's like. I'm fighting for my life for third <laughs> place right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can tell you're yelling at me over third place. But no, I think they're both bad teams. Like, don't get me. Like, Carson Wentz is terrible. Like, but I think Carson Wentz has probably the same amount of upside as, as Daniel Jones. I and see a little bit. Like, like, at least like, Daniel Jones has a little bit more, like, oh, maybe he could show this. Like, he, yeah. still, has, he still has. I'm giving Daniel Jones until week three, bro. I'm giving him until week three because I'm not believing every training camp rumor that I see because we went to training camp, me, Simo, my little brother, we were there. We saw he started the day with a pick and ended the day with a pick and it left a bad taste in my mouth. And in between the lines, he looked fantastic. He looked great. And what did they report? They reported the picks. That's what got reported. Well, that's, that's just the way media is. That's, that's New York. And that's exactly that's what's York, been yeah. happening. That's exactly yeah. what's been happening. And I just, I, I can't take the disrespect that we're not as good of a team as the commanders because I'm not going to sit here and act like Washington is better than us right now. Sure, they have Terry McLaurin. Sure, sure, they have Antonio Gibson. Sure, that him and JD McKissick are a solid one two combo in the backfield. I really like that. It's and they big. have a pretty decent wide receiver. I, but the, the issue is their quarterback probably won't be able to get him the ball. That's exactly. The Carson Wentz like, fucking sucks. I'm I'm not sitting here giving the commanders any praise. I sat here and I, I said the Eagles were going to be good. That's as far as I'm going. That is absolutely as far as I'm going. Well, but I, I need, think you got to throw a dog a bone at some let's point. Let's be fair, though. Washington is going to be better than they were last year. They have to be. Like, Trash they have to be. because needs to be replaced. I like that. They have to be Man. better because, like, last year they had Taylor Heineke. They should. I mean, I guess they upgraded in theory, right? Like Carson has to be an upgrade. I don't know. It's yeah. It's such a bad every year. Like I, I, I say this every year when I talk football and the NFC East in particular. How do they all continuously not succeed at all in the offseason? Like they always no, never. have never, never upgrade. Like it's so weird. Every single year we go into the season like there's eight divisions of football. Seven of them are going to have a great team. Then there's whatever team comes out of the NFC East. Like that's every year, and that's that's on that's on every single owner and GM. But like I teams. said, because we're stuck sitting in complacency with the fucking Dallas Cowboys right now, and this is because the, year the where Dallas Cowboys are the only one that have a consistent quarterback coming out of the team. Coming sure, off the team. sure. That's but now we're giving Jalen Hurts weapons. We have a fully right. healthy Miles Sanders in the backfield. So, we so have Devontae we'll Smith. Be... We have Jalen Rager and AJ Brown. That's diversity right. at three different spots. First That's of all, the fact guy, that you said Jalen Rager and a route no, guy. You just said Jalen Rager. Leave him That's out a, of this. That's three He's wide receivers. Jalen that, Rager. That's a slot guy. Horrible. Give me Jalen Rager with in no the hands. slot. He's Give me him in the slot alongside AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. That's all I'm asking for. I was fully with you this year. I was fully with you until you brought up Jalen Rager. Forget that guy. No. Every As a wide year, receiver three. As a wide receiver could, three. Who's Dallas's wide receiver three right now? Right now they have Gallup's there. They have Gallup. Exactly. Um, they have Gallup and CD. And then it's a fall off. It's a, an incredible fall off. Amari Cooper was the backbone decent, of that wide receiving court both, and that offense. Both. And we're going to see the reason why this season. They're going. The Cowboys are coming into the season. Their offensive line is depleting. Everybody's getting old. You know, that same offensive line that we saw lead them to NFC championship games, you know, back in the mm -hmm. Romo days. It's just, it's gone. 
And now, yeah. you know, everybody's old. They're stuck with Dak still. They're going to have him and Zeke oh, with Tony Pollard. Stuck with Dak. They're not stuck with Dak. Dak's better than everybody else. He's a else product the of the O line. Him and Zeke are products of the offensive I don't line. I that. I like Dak when he's when he's healthy and his ankles pointing the right direction. He's a pretty solid quarterback. He's about as solid as it gets. You can't. Oh, you can't man. get. You can get worse than Dak Prescott. That, you can get worse than Dak Prescott, but I'm Dak not going to sit Prescott. here and act like Jalen Hurts is just going to come out and shit the bed for me. Like, well, that remains to be seen. Squad. We, we could be sitting here next August and be saying, okay, now the Eagles have taken over as the team that every year we're like, okay, this team's going to go to the playoffs just because everybody else sucks. Like, that that could happen next that next August. Like, every single year we talk about this division the right, same so, way. Yeah, and no. To, and I mean, says, what's the best sneaky bet for the division winner in the NFC least um, division winner wise? I have the Eagles at plus 185. And then the most sports account comes in and asks, you know, what team does Andy like? He better not say the Jets. No, Andy's a Packers fan. Uh, we had uh, we had talked Aaron Rodgers a little bit earlier and said that they are stuck somewhat Packers in turmoil. Right oh, wow. Repping the repping the pack right there. Yeah. Eagles so, yeah, I'm a Packers think fan, They but... will win the division, but they haven't in years. Well. I'm a Giants fan. So, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm not well, rooting for the Eagles. I'm just yeah. giving them credit because they had a great offseason. They had a great draft. They're coming out with a year two Devontae Smith, who's looking to take that next step. And it just, uh, the pieces are there for me in comparison to the Cowboys, who have sat stagnant. Like I said, Jerry Jones has been too content with the way this team was. They could have got Von Miller and put that defense over the top. They decided to take a shortcut and go Von Miller or go uh, Anthony Barr over Von Miller and that's going to come back to bite them because they only rely on Trevon Diggs and Micah Parsons and it's just not going to happen this year I'm telling you Eagles yeah. at plus 185 that's my pick put the put the most sports NFC East has a different winner every year thing up there just to, to answer this you're right every year there's a different winner but we never come into the season saying there's going to be a different winner we always every single year come into the season say Dallas is going to win it. Dallas yeah, why? Because Jerry Dallas Jones owns half of ESPN, and they're just well, sitting there because, riding beef. But but is it a dumb take? Am I really wrong to make the take to say, hey, Cowboys are going to win this division? I don't look stupid making that take because it's obviously the most realistic scenario. It's, it's the scapegoat being that they have just Dak Prescott, and they're the Cowboys, and they have the brand. you know. But looking at it, I'm, I'm coming analytics. I'm coming right now. Eagles are taking this division and I, I really I hate to say it but at plus 185 if we're talking money line madness just strictly you know analytical I'm coming for the money I'm putting my money at plus 185 before I put it on that yeah. plus 125 if, if you look at them even if in your head you look at these two teams even evenly and you take the Eagles because you get more money out of it honestly I don't think they're necessarily even just because of the veteran leadership on Dallas but We'll see, I guess. This is obviously your your most sports TV episode on these. These most sports TV uh, episode on NFC East is going to be insane, clearly. So Yeah, no, it's, I look it's forward to that crazy. one. It is gonna be very crazy. But all right, we'll we'll cap off our uh, NFL talk right there because we still have to list these baseball bets real quick and yeah, we're already quick. approaching the forty five minute mark. So we don't want to keep you guys here too long, but we want to make sure we win some money because last night the boys were Back on the uh, the bet slips, and they were hot. I mean, if you if you tuned in yesterday, Aaron Judge and DJ LeMahieu two bases at plus three hundred, cashed. Aaron Judge home run and Yankees to win, cashed. Mets minus two and a half. Cashed. I had him two and a half, and then I had him three at night. So and didn't we I was have looking a, at we had a passive nights. prop, I believe, too, somewhere. I, I'm pretty sure one of us came with. Uh, some oh, I had five. Players. I had the five and a half strikeout. I think I had the over five and a half strikeouts. I yeah. did. I had somebody uh, I know put it on it, and uh, yep. it hit over five and, and a half. So yeah, and can can you tell me if Lindor also had uh, reached two bases last night? I, I'm pretty oh, sure. That's a good question. To be because at that point that he uh, should have. Uh, yeah, no, he definitely should have. And I mean, he if got you guys are robbed of up, a home run as well, which was very upsetting. But um, I I think he did. But let me just take a look. I, I know. Um, yeah, I'm, we did I'm have a really right good now game. as well. Uh, he didn't have any hits, but he scored a run. So that you know, he must have walked. Yeah, he no, he did. He walked, and yeah, therefore 
he scored a run. So you could cash that one as well. I mean, we hit on 85% last night. Yeah, I was the and, only one that ruined it with the uh, taking the Mariner no, Yankees. No, 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 no. Don't worry. Kikuchi shit the bed for us, too. Well, but no. I Wait, before we go on. My brother bet you say Kikuchi, too. And I want to know what the hell you idiots were thinking. All right. Why would Going we up bet against you? The O's. Does it matter? You say Kikuchi might be the worst pitcher in baseball this year. I, hey, he's got a he's got a he's got a changeup that he loves to put away guys with, yeah. and it missed yesterday, and that's the reason. It that he gave about up every home, day. Go look at his ERA. Run home run off of it. <laughs> yeah, but go look at his ERA. It misses every hey, night. What we will take from last night, we will take that Judge and Yankees parlay at plus three forty. That's yeah. cashed. We'll take the Judge and Lemayhew two bases each at plus three eighteen. That's cashed. We'll take Mets minus one and a half and Lindor two bases at plus two ten. That's cash. And we'll take home the Bassett five Ks and Mets money line as well. In addition to the Mets minus two point five. You could take all those to the fucking bank, and we're coming back with even more bets right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So for tonight, I'm coming still. I'm going back to these bases props because I'm just I'm all over them right now. Aaron Judge two bases tonight for the Yanks. It seems to be on a nightly basis that he's doing it for plus money at plus one hundred five. I'm feeling like the Rams pick again. I'm hammering this one home for tonight. I, I like it. I, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? I think I said it's that Aaron earlier. Judge. It's been Aaron working, Judge so right just now, keep doing it's it. Just, it's yeah, we're hammering that one home. He seems to put up, you know, four bases every every night. So yeah. every night he's hitting a home run. Yeah. And last night we finally got that home run in the top of the ninth. It was late, but it came through. And we, I mean, we I think we would have went up probably a solid ten units last night. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. it was something stupid. Very easy. Um. I have a same game parlay for uh, yeah. the Yankee and uh, Mariner game. Uh, Ooh, a little Garrett Cole, Luis Castillo action. Both strikeouts, yes. Hitting the over. Garrett Cole wow. over seven and a half. Luis Castillo over six and a half. I think these two faced each other last week. Garrett Cole got shelled. He did. He got fucking that's shellacked. N- that's not happening again. He'll be a lot better. Maybe even dominant today coming off of that. And I Luis Castillo has so. been great. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Luis Castillo's been, been great. So, uh, yeah, I, I think both of them hit the over on strikeouts. A lot of strikeouts do you, happening. Do you want to uh, dabble in the under as well, if that's what you're going to talk about? If you're feeling a kind of a strikeout-heavy game tonight? Yeah, what is it today? I went with seven. it yesterday. It's seven, seven again. Yeah. I'm no. afraid to touch that again. Yeah, I know. Because even the... even late in the game, they could come in the bullpen. Could come in. Both bullpens are pretty bad. Like, the Yankees' bullpen is very scary to me now. At, at this point now, with all the injuries and stuff, it's yeah, it's getting a little suspect to me as well. But I still think that's a reasonable bet for uh, the strikeouts because these are two aces. I mean, it, it obviously, I mean, Garrett Cole not looking like an ace as of late, but he's still the ace of the team whether I like it or not. Mr. $32 million man, Mr. Uh, banana gobbler himself so yeah it is what it is i got another pick for you so i'm coming in i'm looking at the la dodgers they got julio urias on the mound and they're playing the minnesota twins now the twins aren't a bad baseball team now they you know they're they started off hot in the beginning of the season and they kind of somewhat fizzled out but i'm still giving them a little bit of credit because they have some talent there now, the talent comes in Byron Buxton, right? He's probably oh, yeah. the best player on that team above and beyond. So tonight, I'm going to be rocking with Dodgers minus one and a half. That comes in at minus one point, uh, minus 105. So if you want to just dabble in that, those are the odds for that. But I'm going to be parlaying that with Byron Buxton, two bases. And that comes in at plus 402 on a parlay. If you want to take just Buxton by himself, it's plus 105. But the basis props have been really nice to us, and I'm going to take that and the spread for plus 402. We could roll one of those, you know, one of those 0.5 units from last night right into this one tonight. So I like it. I like it. I um, I'm mine's a very simple one. Biggest series I think of the next two days in the NS uh, the NL. Wow, I was going into football for a second. NL East. Uh, the Braves have to win. They have to survive. I still don't think they do. This is probably the only game I think I'm confident with the Red Sox right now. Rich Hill's a veteran late in the season. He usually, he, last year he was a Met late in the season. He really turns it up late in the season always. So I've got a Boston money line over the Braves today. And uh, I don't know about you. I heard the, the Braves uh, in the dirt. Is that, is that what you're uh, trying to do here? They're seven back. They're starting to get demoralized and I'm liking it. 
You're and I'm like, kicking. No, I love kicking men when they're down, and I'm kicking yeah, them. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you do. And I mean, hey, it's just like the Yankees, Red Sox. I love kicking them when they're down too. So really, it's a it's a win win in this situation right. because the Red Sox are sitting, you know, dead last, and the Braves are sitting seven games back. So yeah. you know, we're New York baseball is uh, thriving right now. Very much so. I am coming now. I I don't know if you've heard, but since acquiring Juan Soto, the Padres are one in five. Right, two and five, two and five, two and five. Well, two and well, five. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Are we only? <clears throat> are we counting only games he's played in? Well, yeah. Oh, then, then they're one that, and five. The day they won. acquired him, they won both they their won, games, but he but didn't they, play. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking <laughs> games that he played in. They're one and five. God, and they you. also haven't scored a run in 23 innings. Yeah, I couldn't believe they got shut that's, out yesterday. That's concerning. I mean, that's that's really concerning. Tonight, it doesn't get much easier for them in their matchup. They're going against the Giants, but they're going against our boy Cobb. And oh, yeah. uh, he's been probably, you know, the most solid pitcher post-All-Star break for these guys. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm going to have to lean towards Giants' money line tonight at plus 146. Now, I don't think that the Padres are going to stay down for long. And I know that no. they have Joe Musgrove on the mound tonight. That's the only thing somewhat, you know, intimidating. But... Well, Giants have a good squad too, and with Alex Cobb, I feel like you know we got to ride him home tonight and go with the trend of the Padres not scoring runs. Yeah, throughout the next few months, probably uh, a lot of people are probably writing the Giants off. Last night they gained a game in the wild card. They're five and a half out now. They were six and a half because they beat San Diego. If they do it again tonight, they're four and a half. That's the team that would scare me the most. If I'm the Padres, like I'm not afraid of the Brewers beating me because I don't think the Brewers are going. Are have the talent to withstand what's going to happen over the next couple months. Mm-hmm. They have a closer, but they don't really have a bullpen other than that. What's the Giants on, Nigel, are how you doing? Sorry, the again. Giants are Giants are a pretty solid team, and they have talent that has now been there before. They won 107 games last year, so even though they're five and a half out, I could see them catching up to the Padres. There is not a, it is not a foregone conclusion the Padres are in the playoffs. Nah, they, yeah. they have a game lead on the Brewers even though I don't think they're getting in. And they only have a five-and-a-half game lead on San Francisco. So there's no foregone conclusion they're getting in. And if yep. they don't make it to the playoffs, hell will break. <laughs> hell will go off and uh, say, uh, yeah, I'm, it will I'm be I'm sure they're going to be very angry. But one team I have tonight winning their game, and I'm just taking them on the money line. It is one team that is a solidified playoff team at this point, unfortunately, and always seems to be a thorn in the side of Yankee fans. And that is the Astros. And I'm going to be riding with them and Jose Ukidi on the mound tonight. Uh, their money line sits at minus 180, so it's nothing too crazy. But like we said, we take the uh, take advantage of these teams playing bad teams. And uh, we're going to roll that bankroll right into another one of these picks. So last night, like we said, massive, massive betting night for us. I mean, coming up on multiple plus 300 parlays is just something that you don't see too often, especially when it comes to baseball. So, uh, you know, good good job to uh, Andy on his picks last night. And the boys are going to be right back tonight. Expecting oh, to make one more quick one. One more, one more, one more quick yeah, one. Me. Nobody's going to watch the game, but just uh, Washington and Chicago. Marcus Stroman's, Marcus Stroman's pitching for uh, Chicago. I got his under on strikeouts. His <laughs> over-under is five and a half. I got his uh, under. He does not strike people out. Washington's kind of got some gritty hitters. Like, I all right, we don't have to lie there. You just no, no, they do. They don't lot. strike out that much. They really don't strike out that much. It's actually pretty impressive. But yeah, I don't think Marcus Stroman is striking out six tonight. That's for sure. So yeah, yeah I, I don't so. think so either. It's a good so one. we'll we'll ride with that as well. And that's what we'll cap off on tonight. I mean um, that with respect, though. Yeah, all, all due respect. <laughs> you know, all all due respect to Marcus. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Moneyline Madness, episode 59. About to be the big 6-0. Oh, yeah. But 60. Ooh. Yeah, big, big 6-0. Catch us later this week. We're going to be talking more football. We're going to be talking player futures because there's a lot of props out there. And uh, we're going to be making sure to cash in on everything that we can. So without further ado... I am Matt Sherko. That's Andy B. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Moneyline Madness, and we will catch you in the next one. Peace. Let's go, Mets.